had no idea that consultants were a thing. When I started homeschooling, when I started using BJU Press, I just assumed that um, the ladies at the convention were from BJU Press. I figured they were corporate. Right. And that's what they did was they traveled around. I had no idea that they were homeschool moms. The group of Homeworks consultants, I constantly say I have found my people. It is just the most amazing network of moms and wisdom and encouragement. I mean, I tap into it daily. Several of us here in Texas have a texting group and we are constantly bouncing ideas off of each other, praying for each other. And that's what we do for our our customers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Zan Tyler podcast, where our goal is to help you thrive in your homeschool journey. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to remind you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen or watch, including YouTube, and leave us a good review if this podcast has encouraged you. Leaving a review also helps other homeschool parents like you find our podcast. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. So today I'm continuing my two-part conversation with Veronica Whitley. Veronica has been a homeschool mom for 13 years. She's passionate about all homeschooling has to offer our kids and our families. If you missed part one, be sure to go back and listen to it. And now stay tuned for the rest of our conversation as we discuss socialization, learning styles, and all things homeschooling. So stay tuned. I think you're really going to be encouraged. When my family started our homeschooling journey, There were so many decisions to make, but one of our best decisions was choosing to use BJU Press Homeschool. I've never seen my kids so excited to get textbooks before. I'm amazed by how interesting and interactive the lessons are. My kids actually look forward to them. We use the online video lessons for all our courses, but I know some families choose to teach from the textbooks. What I love is that I can trust BJU Press to uphold our values. The Bible and biblical principles are woven throughout each subject. I'll admit, I was a bit nervous when I started homeschooling, but I've found a wonderful online community of other BJU Press homeschool families and consultants. The Homeschool Hub also makes my job easier. I can set up our schedules and rearrange them with just a few clicks. On the dashboard, I can see each of my kids' progress, and the assignments page shows me quickly what's ready for me to check or grade. I'm glad my son's biology assignments are automatically graded. BJU Press Homeschool has given us the tools and confidence to homeschool our children. For more information, do what I did and visit the BJU Press Homeschool website or talk with your local Homeworks consultant. One thing I want to make sure that we talk about, because you are still in the throes of it with your three younger kids that are all a year apart. And I know that a lot of people, you know, as as people are looking into options, educational options for next year, they worry about socialization. You know, I always want to say, okay, we need to stop and consider that there are two types of socialization, negative socialization and positive socialization. And we want our children to be positively socialized, which I think is one of the greatest aspects about homeschooling. But tell us a little bit, because I know this is something that you have prayed over and really worked on, the extracurricular opportunities with your children and some of the things they've been able to do because they've been homeschooled and doors that the Lord has opened for them. Yeah. 
There's so much out there. I mean, coming from a school background where everything is sort of all all in one, you go to school, you do sports, you do music, you do drama, all of that is right there for you. When you're a homeschooler, you do have to seek it out. You have to be intentional about pursuing those opportunities. But there is so much out there. We have friends in robotics. We have friends in drama and speech and debate. Um, You know, my kids are in basketball, gymnastics. My daughter is in a square dancing club that is a Christian homeschool square dance club. All sorts of things are out there. All of my kids... um, are involved in band or orchestra, playing an instrument. Um, And of course, church, you know, is a big part of our lives. So, you know, those opportunities are out there. And my oldest especially has built some of the greatest friendships through Mm -hmm. some of these extracurriculars that she's been a part of. She's in a homeschool orchestra that she's been a part of. Um, He actually, the director lets them stay in through college. And so she's still playing with them. Oh, that's great. um, yeah. So she's, you know, she's one of the older ones now and, you know, she's kind of seeing the younger ones come up and remembers how hard that was for her as a new, you know, a new kid. But she's been playing with them since I think fifth or sixth grade. A young lady in our church had played with them and kind of introduced us to them. And now my two middle ones are in the intermediate band with the same organization. Um So, and then my youngest is taking violin lessons from the band director's daughter. So who was also part of the the band and orchestra and was homeschooled. She's a homeschool graduate. So, you know, just kind of this, you know, just a great family, um, their family business, um, is, is a lot of bringing music education to homeschoolers and allowing Mm -hmm. them to perform. Mm -hmm. And he puts a huge emphasis on glorifying God through music and and ministry. And so encourages them to do that. So now my daughter's on the worship team at church. She's played the flute for eight years. She taught herself to play the piccolo. So she plays that in the orchestra as well. My son now plays the trumpet. My younger daughter plays the flute and then we have a violin. So our house is not quiet. Um, (laughs) They were just practicing earlier and um, it's a lot better this year than last year when they were all learning how to play. <laughs> they actually can play songs that are recognizable. Yeah. So it's actually pleasant. Um, but, you know, they got to all play in church this past month um, together. And that was that was really sweet to see that, um, to see them using it, you know, in ministry um, mm-hmm. even now. And, you know, they're they're building friendships. They're learning sportsmanship and basketball. They're learning to make friends and work hard. How did you find out about the square dance club and how did you decide which sports did every kid get to pick a sport or how, what was the decision-making process in your family about all this? Again, it goes back to, we're going to do it this way and this is how it's going to be. And that's not how it is. Um, I decided they were going to do one thing because we have four kids and I didn't know how I was going to get everybody everywhere. So we said, you can each pick one thing. And that's going to be your thing and we'll focus on it. And music became a big part of that just because it, you know, there are so many um, just great benefits to music in terms Mm -hmm. of of their, their education, in terms of discipline and all of that. So that just kind of, as my daughter was involved and loved it, we sort of, oh, the younger ones are going to do that too. And they got to pick their instrument and they love it, you know, so that was great, but that became kind of a fixture. And then my son got very interested in basketball. And so it was like, well, he's a boy. He's got all that energy. He needs some sort of outlet. And we found a Christian um, basketball league, sports league that he could be a part of. And so 
okay, let's try that out. And he, it was, it was kind of a, you know, let's just see if he enjoys it. You know, he may get into it and then be like, no, 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 this is competition is not for me. He's a pretty quiet kid. Um, but my bookworm, but, um, he loved it. And then my girls were very interested in gymnastics. They watched, I think the Olympics, um, at one Mm -hmm. point and just, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and there was a gym opening up near us and they were offering a free trial. So let's go try it out for a week or two and see what y'all think. And again, they loved it. My middle daughter just, she, she's very good at it. She's always been very athletic. She wants to play basketball too. And we're, we're like trying to like hold her back. She wants to do all the things. <laughs> um, so she's, she's kind of my, like, I want to play basketball and gymnastics and do dance and do track and <laughs> drama and <laughs> So I'm like, no, 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 two is enough. Two is enough. Um, so yeah, that's been sort of their, their choosing. Square dancing came, at, you know, having a network of homeschool moms that are connected to what's going on in the community is so helpful. You find out about stuff that I wouldn't have thought to look for a homeschool square dance club. I didn't, right, I had no reason right. to think something like that existed. Um, but a friend of mine had found out about it and said, Hey, we're going to go try this out. Why don't you come with us? So I told my daughter, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Uh, she looked at me like I had three heads. She was like, we are not going to do that. And I'm like, you need, you need to be active. Like again, bookworm central in this house, they love to sit and read, but it was like, you have got to get out and do something physical. Like we don't have any PE in in your homeschooling. Right. So I thought it's summer, let's do this. They were offering weekly lessons. Um, They danced for three hours a week. Um, They learned all of the steps um, to be what's considered mainstream dancers in in square dancing in one summer. And she went to the first kind of, you know, trial and had a lot of fun. Um, There were some, some, a couple of other friends were there unbeknownst to us. So they had like already a little group of friends and we went back for their for their next one and she ended up just falling in love with it and having such a great time she ended up becoming an officer in the club you know and just it's it's been a really fun um outlet a really fun activity um fine arts pe like it gets her active and doing something you know mentally she's got to keep up with all of the calls and the moves and put all that together and she's really built a sweet friend base there as well so yeah that one was like you know i dragged her to that kicking and screaming and just said you're gonna try it and we'll see if you hate it we won't go back but she loved it and so that's you know never say never (laughs) i say that a lot you know, it's interesting because when we were homeschooling, there were no such things as homeschool sports teams. There just weren't that many kids who were homeschooling. And both of my boys in particular were really athletic, went to school on soccer scholarships and um, those types of things. But now my grandson has access to a homeschool basketball league, and it has been so much fun. I mean, we love it. And, you know, these kids are playing together who become best friends and they have the same goals in life. I mean, Joe and I kind of, I mean, we just go everywhere. We take Brody to tournaments and um, we'll be in Gatlinburg. We ran into Lanissa James, who's also, you know, does cultural outreach for Homeschool Legal Defense uh-huh. Association. And so our kids will be in ba- Gatlinburg together at the National Basketball Tournament. So there's just all kinds of things just waiting for your kids. Uh, a friend of mine, Deb Bell, who is an author in the homeschool circle, 
said, you know, God is waiting to bless our kids and open doors for them. And just like you did with the, I started to say hopscotch. hopscotch wow. Just like you no, did with the square that. dancing. Yes, we have been playing hopscotch with our granddaughters. So, um, yeah, we do, we do like, that a lot in the front yard, but. That's right. So just We like don't have a club for it yet. <laughs> Well, maybe we need a hopscotch club. Yeah, we um, do. So, you know, maybe, you know, just like you opened that door, you pushed on that door, not knowing what would yeah. happen. And it's ended up being a blessing. Some things mm -hmm. work, some things don't. But it really is fun to get out and try different things with your kids. Yeah. One other thing I want us to talk about is learning styles. And tell us how you got interested in, in learning styles and why you think that's important, how that's impacted the way you educate your kids. I um, got interested in it during, well, I would say during college. I, I guess I was interested before that. I just didn't realize there was a, a term for it. When I started taking classes on education and, and learning that people learn differently, I'm, I am your stereotypical student. I love to sit in a classroom, listen to a lecture, take notes. I can spit back everything onto a test, you know, just kind of your, your traditional student profile, I guess. I didn't realize that was a learning style. I didn't realize mm -hmm. that there was a type for that. And I kind of assumed that everybody learned the same way. And then I got to college and we started looking at different ways that people learn and different methods of teaching. And I had no idea how I would use that outside of a classroom. And then God gave me four children. And my sister and I growing up, you would say we were polar opposites, um, very different personalities, different interests, different styles with everything. And I thought, well, that's, you know, with two kids, that's how it is. You have one that's, you know, very like, I was just very much by the book, very standard student. My, my sister was very creative, very artistic, more, um, you know, not, not your standard student, very smart, just had a different style, different. She didn't like school. That wasn't her thing. And my kids are, I would say they're all opposites. They're like points on a compass. Um, they do not learn the same as each other. They don't enjoy the same subjects. They don't enjoy necessarily learning the same way. And for us, my oldest is very much an auditory learner. If she hears it, she can repeat it back to you. Um, she can memorize songs, anything she hears. She loves to read, but she's not going to just verbatim quote it back to you. My son, on the other hand, very much like I am, very uptight, very like, this is how we do it. it, has to be done in order. Give me my book, give me my notes. He'll read it, take notes. Um, my two younger ones are still very active, but my my middle daughter is very, um, very much a visual learner. You show her a picture of how something works, the, you know, the the water cycle. That was a big one for her. She's my one that's interested in tornadoes. So, you know, pictures and graphs and charts for her are huge. My youngest is still very hands-on, like I do it myself, mm -hmm. kind of. She's always been that way. Um, she's outgrowing that a little bit, but for her, the hands-on projects, the manipulative, something she can move around and see how it works. She's the one that I think is going to like dissections. Um, <laughs> yay. Uh, but I think that science experiments are huge for her. She likes getting in there and getting her hands dirty and doing art projects and things like that. So, you know, learning about how people learn 
has helped me to kind of pinpoint where my kids are struggling and how I can incorporate maybe, you know, my oldest, it was, um, the audio features in an e-textbook and having that be read to her while she was reading helped her to retain so much more. The video classes actually helped her a ton because she got more individual verbal input than I could give her with three little siblings running around. My son, you hand him a book, give him a highlighter, a piece of paper, he's good to go. He will memorize the chapter. He will recite it back on the test, but he's the one that needs to be challenged to remember what he hears. He's the one that needs to get his hands dirty and do those experiments because he needs to see how it all fits together, not just in his head, but in real life. And I'm the same way. I, um, theoretically it makes sense. I struggle with the practical because it should work this way. And sometimes you learn that it doesn't work that way. And that's a good life lesson for people like me and him. <laughs> Um, you know, so learning about learning styles was such, it just is so interesting to me because God has created all of us with such different strengths. And I don't even want to say weaknesses because I think in education, we tend to look at certain learning styles as more beneficial or, or better than others. And that is not the case at all. Um, That's right. he's gifted each one of my kids so uniquely and seeing those gifts and seeing them learn and, and the insights that they have that I don't because of how they learn or how they see the world is just so, I mean, I learn so much from them. And so it challenges me, you know, I know where I fit and how I teach, but it challenges me to be more observant, to be more empathetic, to be a better teacher and a better mom, and to incorporate all of that. What you said about valuing different learning styles, we have a friend who was an ER doctor and very ADHD, um, all through med school and everything else. And he said, if you could have the active kids write the standardized test, they would be the ones who scored 99 percentile. And those kids who sat and read would be the ones who did poorly on the test. I always thought that yeah. was so interesting yeah. that we really need, that's one thing we can do in homeschooling is value each of our kids and the worth I mean, the worth that God has built into them it, rather than just one way being the right way. So I want to talk for just a minute because when I started working with Homeworks by Precept five years ago, and one of the main things we do is we encourage homeschool moms and we represent the BJU Press homeschool curriculum. To me, one of the best kept secrets in the homeschool world are the Homeworks consultants. And so as I came on board and I met you, we just did an interview with Cassandra, we've had Abby not on. I've just realized the wealth of information. We have about 200 consultants nationwide. And so tell us a little bit about what you do as a consultant, Veronica, how people can find you and why you love what you do. I totally agree with you. I had no idea that consultants were a thing when I started homeschooling, when I started using BJU Press. I just assumed that um, the ladies at the convention were from BJU Press. I figured they were corporate. Right. And that's right. what they did was they traveled around. I had no idea that they were homeschool moms. The group of homeworks consultants, I constantly say I have found my people. Um, 
it is just the most amazing network of of moms and wisdom and encouragement. I mean, I tap into it daily. We, several of us here in Texas have a texting group and we are constantly bouncing ideas off of each other, praying for each other. And that's what we do for our, our customers um, that, that want to purchase BJU Press. We're just homeschool moms. We're just like everybody else. And, um, you know, we're either in the same boat or we've been there. We don't have all the answers, but we can definitely brainstorm, um, hopefully encourage. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, the number of times I've, I've been on the phone and prayed for a customer with a customer. I mean, I love hanging out with homeschool moms. I, I love it. Um, these are my people. They get me. They get how chaotic our lives are. They get that when you're on the phone, you're also trying to help your kid with math and you're trying to make sure that the one that's doing the science experiment in the kitchen isn't, you know, blowing burning up chemicals or <laughs> burning things down. Yes. Um, you know, and then you've got one that wants to be outside running around. I mean, and, and they, they get it and we get that it's a calling and it's something that we are passionate about as moms. We're passionate about our kids. We're passionate about our families. We're passionate about their education. But that doesn't mean it's easy. And it's always nice to have that friend you can call and just, you know, have a shoulder to cry on when the science experiment does go haywire, when your kid just doesn't get math and you've run out of ways to explain it. Um, you know, I've called or texted a friend and said, okay, how do I explain this? It's, she's not getting it. He's not getting it. What, what do you suggest? And she knows math and she, um, you know, she's super sweet to help. And I've done proofreading for families um, just because English isn't their thing and I love it. Um, you know, it's just a network of friends really is the best way to describe it. So if I'm a homeschool mom and I'm new or I'm looking for a new curriculum and I call you, what will you do for me? I know you'll get me the best price on the curriculum. Yes. Yes. <laughs> love those sales. We love our discounts. It kind of depends on on what you're looking for. If if you've got questions about homeschooling in general, let's talk. Um, I do I do meetings. I try and do them like once a month locally here in my area. We meet at a coffee shop. Um, and just, it's a time to ask questions. If you want to look at a particular grade level, you've never homeschooled before. How do I get started? Um, what are the requirements here in Texas um, for, for us specifically? We'll talk through that. I'm not trying to give legal advice or anything like that, but just here's kind of the basics. I can point you to resources, extracurricular activities, things like that. Um, you know, if you're coming from public school or a private school setting, like here are some ways that you can jump in even mid-year if you if you need to. Um, here's how you might approach that. Let's look at the curriculum. I've I've done it all the way through from preschool through high school. So chances are, if you're struggling with an assignment or an idea, um, I can tell you what we did. I can tell you what worked for us. I can tell you what didn't work scheduling wise. I can tell you how we addressed certain heart issues when they came up in the middle of school. I can tell you how we addressed struggles with time management or organization or um, laziness in, in myself, in my kids, um, you know, 
And yeah, definitely we can get, get you discounts year round. Um, that to me though, it's a big part. It's important. This is an investment, but it's more than an investment of money. This is, you're investing your life in your kids and really I'm there. I, I think everybody that I've met in, in the homeworks world would say, we're there to help you. We're there to invest in you, to be that friend that you can call and just say, this is not going well. What am I, what, what do I do? Help me. I want to give up. I want to put them on that school bus. So Veronica, how can people find you? We have a map where you can go and find a consultant um, in your area at uh, it's homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map. Um, and then you can find a consultant. You click on your, your state. You, yeah. You can click on your state mm -hmm. and then there are dots showing you events, um, conventions, little, little local events that we have. And then all of the consultants are in blue on there. You can find your general area, find one near you. You don't have to pick somebody near you, but it can help if you want to see something in person, um, right. you know, meet together, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, find an event, come, come see me at, you know, a local coffee shop and, and we'll just sit and chat. Like we'll talk homeschool. We'll talk parenting. We'll talk transcripts, whatever, whatever you need. You know, I'm also on Facebook, um, and Instagram it's facebook.com slash V Whitley HWP and then Instagram, same thing. I just want to encourage people that if you're looking for a curriculum that covers everything, like uh, BJU Press Homeschool does, all the subjects, all the grades, and from a very strong biblical worldview. So you can always trust the material your kids are getting. Um, I hope this has encouraged you today. You can still focus on living books and literature. You can focus on your kids' interests, on learning styles, extracurricular activities, all of those things. It's just a matter of learning how to use curriculum as the tool in your home to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So again, that's homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map. You can find a consultant near you. You can find Veronica or any of our 200 consultants are there to help you. So I just want to thank you so much for being with us today, Veronica. And I thank you for all the things I've learned from you and just the way you have invested in the homeschooling community. It's, that's a real gift. I appreciate your ministry. Um, you have been such an encouragement to me and my family as well. So um, it's a huge privilege to just talk with you anytime. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And I want to thank all of you for being with us today. You have a lot of different places you can invest your time. So thank you for being with us. We hope this has been a blessing to you. As always, you can find me at zantyler.com and, uh, and hope you'll recommend our podcast to others. Uh, pray that God continues to bless you and your family. Until next time, bye. Bye.